And then we're going to push this button. God knows what will happen. Broadcasting from the beautiful Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Well, very pleasant uh, good morning to you. This is Patrick Timpone. I just told our audio listeners that our Friday uh, um, co-host, Anna Walheiser, is looking very cute today. So guys, check her out right on, trying to hook you up, Anna, uh, uh, Hannah, right on, uh, <laughs> right on the front page. I'm always trying to hook people up right on the front page of One Radio Network. And you can you can see her. We're going to say hi to her in a second. Just kind of take a little biz uh, here. It is the 1st of September. And uh, we have Adam Bergstrom Monday. We don't take holidays off. And then Matthew Errett on Monday. Matthew is going to do a whole thing on uh, the BRICS, which is Brazil. Russia, India, China, South America. They asked, just added six new countries. They're looking to have their own currency. And uh, so we're going to talk to him about what the, what is this organization, what they're up to, and um, you know what's it all about. Alfie, uh, a fellow on Tuesday, will bring you some really cool information about investing in real estate. Now is a good time to do it. You want to do stuff when things look bad, then that's when you want to do good stuff invest. He's a pretty cool guy. And then um, we have somebody else then coming on. Uh, um, it's, it's, I don't know. I'll look at the schedule and let you know. <laughs> well, it's about 100 degrees, but I think, I think it's kind of, I think we've broken the spell here in central Texas. We've had one day, it was like 69 in the morning, which is like crazy. It went up to 100, but I mean, it just doesn't get that low during the during the summer. So, so things are moving, and I think the weather controllers are going to go back to work, and they can leave us alone for a while, whoever they are. So uh, here we are on Friday. We have been joined for the last few months by a very nice lady. She's cool. That's why we invited her on. She's a mom. Also does uh, consulting work with um, um, pe- helping people uh, with a government agency to get their lives together. I wanted her to come and help me, but it would just cost too much, she said. And uh, <laughs> just cost way too much. And then also, she does personal consultations. Hannah Walheiser in um, the great state of Pennsylvania. Good morning, Hannah. Good morning. Good morning. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, well, it's nice being had. You know, it's just... <laughs> so... Kids back in school, your 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 little ones. Next week they start next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you don't really have little ones. You have teener, teener, teeny boppers, right? Yeah, two high schoolers and one middle schooler. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you have to take drugs to handle that situation, or do you do it on your own? Supplements seem to work fine. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm I'm low on Prozac here. <laughs> I think I'm getting low on Prozac and Oxy. Let's, I'm going to go to the doctor. Oh yeah, yeah, but the kids do well. You guys have fun. Yeah, we're we're really close. Mm-hmm. Um, not to say we don't have our moments where you know things aren't great, but um, 
I couldn't ask, I think, for better young men to be uh, raising. So I feel super grateful. I always tell them I have the, I get, I got the best kids. So. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Do you, yeah. are you chief cook and bottle washer, cooking, cooking food, meals all the time? Do you, that part of your thing? When they're, when they're with me, yes. Um, I do like to cook and I like to cook for them. And um, yeah, so we cook together sometimes too. Like sometimes I'll make, you know, we'll have like one meal that we cook together um, during the time I have them. But yeah, food's a big part of teenage boys' lives. So a lot of my life revolves around food. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Do you, do you guys go to Burger Doodle and other places like that sometimes, or do you keep it pretty clean? Yeah, so I, if we're going to do that, because there are instances where everyone has to do that, sure. um, I prefer to go to like, uh, we have, I don't know what they're called out where you live, but we have like Sheets gas station where you can get like made to order food, which I'm I'm not sure is any better than um, fast food. Yeah. But um, I did, I do have a confession that I actually did stop at a fast food place this week and I ate fast food for the first time in years and I felt like so sick. Did you really? Did you really? Well, every now I was and then, like, I know I haven't done this in such a long time. Every now and then you just got to go and dip your toe in the water, you know, and just say, well, that's interesting. Yeah. It tasted great, but I felt horrible yeah. like afterwards for yeah. like, 24 hours. So. <laughs> well, I got my own horrible story I'm going to lead with. So here's the deal. Um, we have a uh, phone line is open. It is working. Well, I'm going to check it here. Well, I, I think it's working. Um, Hannah, would you dial that while I'm? Sure. Yeah, just uh, 888-663, please. 6386. Just see if it connects up while I'm doing this, and then we'll start here. 63. Can you run with that? It's 888 You're welcome. Thank yeah, you. Let's see if it connects up, because sometimes it was off yesterday. Oh, there you go. Yeah, good. Cool. So it works. Okay. Okay, cool. So if you'd like to call and join the show, and um, you can just talk about whatever you want, you don't have to follow the same line of conversation that we may be on at the time. You can call or email Patrick at oneradionetwork.com. I'm going to kind of lead with a story. We, we, we put out our little bullet points we may talk about. We don't, I don't know if we'll get to them all, but it was called Patrick's Detox from Hell and Then Heaven. So this is, uh, okay, I think you might like this uh, story. So um, let's see. Monday, we had a show scheduled to tape a wonderful couple, the Baileys, Dr. Sam Bailey and Mark Bailey in New Zealand. 17 hours different, so we did it at 4 o'clock Monday afternoon after Dr. Daniels, and which was 8 o'clock their time, and then we played it back Tuesday morning. I had a little piece of steak for lunch. I mean, I'm talking like three ounces. That's it, a little butter. I've been really eating pretty light. Well, it's 112 here. What are you going to do? You know, I don't have a camel. I don't. So, <laughs> so we do the show. Perfect. We had a great fun. Felt fine. Got over at 5.30. Did an hour and a half. Half an hour later, um, I felt like a truck hit me. I mean, just, 
chills, fever. Um, my upper stomach was just exploding. An hour later, I was throwing up all over the place. Yeah. I mean, and it was crazy. And I felt really, really bad. So then the diarrhea started, and then, you know, it was every hour, and then, so there you have it. So as fate would have it, I wouldn't have to do a show Tuesday because we taped it, and we'll get to that, how that it was all been set up for me. God's cool. So I didn't have to do a show because we taped it. So, you know, these thoughts come through about what it is, food poisoning, uh, now it's not a germ, it could be maybe something else, I don't You have all these little thoughts, and these days I don't grab onto any of them until I analyze all of the different mind, mind loops that come in, because the mind doesn't know what it's doing. It's just going to repeat what it thinks, right? Food poisoning, whatever, parasite, you know. It doesn't know anything. It just presents ideas. So what I do is just wait until the, the um, it becomes clear what it is. So, um, so I get through Tuesday, just going to the bathroom every once an hour, not solid, total liquid. It's just like, poof. I'm not eating anything. I'm not drinking anything. I couldn't even stand water. And all this liquid is coming out. So I wonder where that's coming from. We'll talk about Where is it coming from? We'll talk about that. So then I do Tuesday, barely slept Wednesday, still at it, doing some charcoal. Just, I feel like I'm going to die. <laughs> and so, so Wednesday, the moment I wake up, come back in my body, the first thing where there was, our guest we were going to talk to is Tom Luongo, the, the, you know, the money guy. And I say to myself, uh, you know, Tom, if you wanted to cancel today, be great. But I can do the show. I just left it there. I didn't think about it again. Get up. An hour later, email Tom Luongo. The hurricane is coming through Florida. I can't do. I, I can't. I can't do the. Uh, I can't do the show. I'm really sorry, dear Tom. Love you. Thanks. We'll do it again. Boom. So that was good. Then I'm off on Thursday. So this is getting better. So. <clears throat> so it's Friday now, right? So the, the main thing, and I will get into the whole detox thing, is that I was shown very, very clearly, and we talk about this, how spirit, how God expresses itself in a physical reality, is always doing something to make Patrick's life better. Everything. Everything that it can do. Oh. Need to talk to the Baileys? Okay. We'll wait till... Six o'clock before you explode. Okay. Don't need to do a show? Well, you're all taken care of there for Tuesday. We can do the thing. And then if you don't want to do Tom Luongo, well, you know, we can take care of that too. Spirit works these things out for us on a very integral level, like this giant clock. And that's what spirit does. Wednesday, after Tom Luongo canceled, 
I said, oh, well, I got to get my goat's milk at the farmer's market. And I said, I don't know, though. I've been kind of going to the bathroom every 20 minutes. I don't know if I can make it. You know, I don't want to stop on the side of the road. That could be ugly. So <laughs> you don't want to do that. Uh, so, so, yeah, in Texas, they'll think you're a deer or something you know, in the woods. So um, after I think, well, um, I'm going to go. I can do it. I'll take a bucket with me, just in case, seriously. Half an hour later, text, Dear Patrick, uh, I was late for the farmer's market and they won't let me set up. I have to pick up the milk next week or I'll give you a refund. I guess goosebumps when I think about that. How is that even possible? How is spirit so in tune with everything that I need that it just happens. Well, I just want to encourage you to, to think about what I've just the story I've just told you, and that know that this is happening for you, for you all the time, and it's just us to up to us if we want to, as Tom Cruise says, your mission, if you accept it, is to understand it and to accept it and to be grateful for it. And here's the key. This is really, you know, we've, we use the term gratitude. So often you see memes, I put them on Facebook, you know, gratitude. And Hannah and I have talked about it. It's very important. But if we're not grateful, even when it's yucky, spirit does not have the space to come in and say, well, let me help you out here, Right? Because we're too busy complaining and whining, right? So when we're grateful, even when we're yucky, then Spirit says, Patrick is trusting me or it, whatever you want to call God, to help him out. And the more we trust it by not whining, then Spirit will move things to show its appreciation for its trust of it. And that's how it works. So that's why whining is not, not good. <laughs> you don't want to whine. I personally am so good at whining. Are you? Okay, okay. Well, good. Well, that's why I invited you here, because are you a whiner? Are you a whiner? You don't look like a whiner. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm not, I don't know that I would let everyone know that I'm whining. I'm good at keeping it inside, but you're so right. Like the stuff that you're saying, um, gratitude is so powerful. It's such a spiritual principle that can really shift everything. And uh, when we step into it, even in those challenging circumstances, it changes our experience and it's just like opens up this channel. And uh, yeah, I, I was getting a little teary-eyed listening to you oh, talk about right. it. Oh. So God had his ear, so even if you don't express it, if we whine inside, you know, God knows. <laughs> I call them inner tantrums. <laughs> inner tantrums? Oh, that's good. I guess it's better than outer tantrums. <laughs> I don't know. It's probably less karma, you know, than outer tantrums. <laughs> oh. So then you start thinking, you know, after you start thinking about, well, what's that about, you know, I mean, and it wasn't, 
it wasn't food poisoning. I just know. I mean, I just had a little piece of fresh meat, and I, I, it couldn't have been that, right? Mm -hmm. So then I did have a dream, maybe Tuesday night, Wednesday, that cleared it up. But I was talking to a good friend of mine, Sharon, about it, my one of my best friends, and and she kind of hit on it right away. She said, "Well, you know, she she gets it, and she goes, you know, it's just all this pooky stuff that we hold on for a long time, and when you're strong enough, it just comes out." And I think she's just dead on. That the body knows, you know. When it's time, what do you say? We just party down and get rid of some stuff. Here, what do you think? You say, what do you think? You don't have to do your show tomorrow, right? You know, Luango's going to cancel because of the hurricane that we brought in just for you, you know. We're part of the hurricane, too. That's interesting to think about, you know. Right. Right? We're part of the hurricane. We'll bring one in for you. So Luango will we'll cancel. Right? And we'll make the goat. We won't make them. And we need to talk about this. Everybody has free will. So and the goat guy is going to be late. So you'll have to go to the farmer's market and poop in a bucket. So that'll be good. You know. And then you're off on Thursdays. So let's do it. And we're not conscious yeah. of this, right? We're not. As soul we are, you know, which is we are. We're one with spirit, a soul, but consciously, nah. It just happens we start throwing up and going, what's going, <laughs> what's going on? Why am I throwing up? Right, right. Oh, man. Throwing up's an interesting thing. Uh, I don't, I haven't done it very often in my life. And it's pretty intense, you know, it's like, have you done, have you, have you had your thrown up days when you were pregnant and with, with a, uh, Morning sickness? Yeah, I'm not too much with pregnancy. Um, you know, just if I had like a, well, if we're going to call it a stomach bug or a detox or whatever. <laughs> whatever you're going to call um, it. Yeah. But yes, I'm not a big fan of it. I used to get really emotional. Like I would get so like crying because I just hated that feeling. Mm -hmm. I don't know that any, if there's anybody out there that enjoys it, <laughs> I don't know them. Wow. <laughs> uh. We, we used to call it something like we're worshiping the, at the porcelain base, basin or something when we were kids. Yeah, the porcelain throne. The porcelain <laughs> throne, yeah. So you'd have four beers and throw up for two days, you know. <laughs> yeah. I remember the first time I smoked a cigarette. Wow. I hadn't thought about this in years. I think I was a senior in high school. Mm. My brother gave me. Smoked that puppy, tasted terrible. I mean, I mean, awful. But it, it was cool, you know. It was cool. Man, I threw up like, oh my god. <laughs> Mom said, "Well, you must be getting the bug." Yeah, I probably got it. <laughs> 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 now you want to hear something—the stupid thing that we all have done. You'll do it again, right? Right. Right. We'll do right. it again. Oh well. That throwing up, you know, we didn't connect it to the sick. Well, we did, but we didn't, we weren't critically thinking, you know, 12 or 13 or whatever it was. <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever? Was it an older brother or younger brother? Older, older, yeah, three years older. Yeah. Did you ever smoke the evil weed? Tobacco? Okay, so we're moving from cigarettes to weed. No, 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 <laughs> I, I, I mean cigarettes. Did you ever try cigarettes? 
Yeah, my actually that when you were saying that my sister um, actually was the person that taught me how to smoke, but she's four years younger than me. <laughs> Corrupting the older ones. Huh? <laughs> Thank you, Sharon. My sister's name is Sharon. If you're listening, thank you, thank you for teaching me how to smoke. Man, <clears throat> how long did you smoke? Um. Well, I mean, I would. I used to just smoke. This sounds. This sounds so great for the show. Everybody, I hope you're listening. I would only just smoke when I would drink, like when I was a uh, early twenties. You know, and you still could. At that time, I'm, you know, dating myself, but you still could get cigarettes sometimes in bars and smoke them there. Um, so I would just kind of smoke like that. And then um, I went through a, like a really bad breakup and I was like, oh, you know, it's going to solve this problem, becoming a smoker. And that'll so I, <laughs> that'll <sound. laughs> I love the way uh, your thought process is in your 20s. And it it didn't. I couldn't like even manage it for more than like a month. I was like, oh, my car stinks. I smell like I can't handle it. So I just I couldn't even get addicted to it. I tried. Oh, man. <clears throat> Unbelievable. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm just adding up the, the years and see how long I smoked. I never added it up before. Probably be pretty ugly. Not too bad. Well, 12 years. 12 years. Was I, it when you, did you start like as a teenager and I did. then just did it After for 12 that, years? Yeah. Then I, you know, then, and back then we used to have, um, in St. Louis, we had a, a smoking place. After lunch, you could go to an area. So we all smoked there. And, you know, then smoked my brains out. And then, and then I was in, this is funny, and then I was on a radio show in New Orleans in 1976, and I decided to quit on the air. So I thought, well, if I just quit out there, right, it, then if I start again, people are going to think I'm really goofy, so this will be a good, a good um, um, you know, motivation. And I just quit. I just quit and never went back. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. That's awesome. Did you have to go through detox or find another boy before you quit or anything? No, I, I couldn't. Like, I guess I just couldn't. It was so disgusting to me, like, even when I was doing it. But I kept, like, trying to make myself do it. I think I just liked the taste of the the menthol, the Marlboro menthol cigarettes. Oh, you did so. menthol. Very cool. Yeah. But, yeah, I couldn't keep it up. The, the smell, like, on my hands. And I just... I tried. I guess we all go through it. I don't know if kids go through it now much. Probably not. Not so much now. I think they're vaping. They're more into like vaping oh, and stuff now. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, good. So, <laughs> well said, Patrick. <laughs> That's good. This, this is pretty fun, you guys. You could. This is something really good to have around. It's called hardwood activated charcoal powder. And I can't read it because of the lights. But it's ingredients... Activated charcoal made from U.S. hardwood trees. That's it. Trees. Good stuff. And um, I would never travel without this. You know, if, if you ever, you know, eat something through food and water, Mexico or whatever, you, you take a teaspoon of this, baby, and it, it'll, it'll set you right. Have you ever taken charcoal? It's pretty interesting stuff. 
Yeah, I have done it on occasion, like to try, you know, if I was trying to pull something out, you know, um, yeah. or with my teeth, of course, I've used it on my teeth before. Yeah. Well, your teeth look great. Have you brushed with charcoal? You brush it? Yeah, not recently, but um, yeah, maybe like once a month or so, I'll try to to do it. Uh -huh. um, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty fun. And so, uh, mm. so I've been doing the charcoal, and it, it it pulls out an amazing amount of times this times this per per particle size. You know, they use the charcoal mm -hmm. filters are very powerful for water. So charcoal is an amazing, mm -hmm. amazing kind of a thing. And from trees. That's, that's pretty, crazy. That's yeah. pretty cool when you think about it. What's a tree doing, you know? Cleansing the earth. I just got that vibe. Trees are probably, I love trees. Trees are probably cleansing stuff that we're putting in the, in the ground. I love trees. That's why we should hug them all the time. We should hug a tree. I do it. I do it regularly. <laughs> so do I. I do. That's funny. Okay, triple eight six six three sixty three eighty six. Well, you could tell us your beer drinking story, or vaping story, or charcoal story, or pooping story, whatever you like. We we entertain them all. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah tested the line. It is working. We are live here. It is ten thirty Central, September one, twenty twenty three. dot com. Also, email Patrick. OneRadioNetwork.com. So then I had this dream, I think, I don't know, Tuesday night, Wednesday night, maybe Wednesday night. I was in this lab and we were looking at this really pooky looking, it was poop water really, but, you know, coming, coming from above and all that. And the guy said, that he was in a white lab coat. Oh, that's, that's, that's stuff coming from God. It's just detoxing. So that confirmed that this was a spiritual thing. It's all spiritual, but it confirmed that it was definitely just Patrick and my body, which is one, just said, okay, let's see what's going on down there. But Hannah, Banana, and now people of the universe, I can't tell you how much liquid was coming out for three days, and I wasn't drinking water. Now what's up with that? I mean, where is the water coming from? I don't have the answer. I don't either, but it will come. <laughs> I don't know. So I was thinking about that this morning, and you know, I've been doing my, um, you know, this, the hands in the sun every morning for about two months now, and just visualizing divine spirit and God and coming through and, you know, feeding me peace, love, and hippie beads and making all the protein fats and, and, um, amino acids and all that stuff we think we need it's making it all for us so I think I'm just we get a lot of I think we get a lot of moisture out of the air God I really do I have to be because I mean I, I couldn't even stand drinking water after that mm. barely ate food I think one night I had one piece of broccoli and that was enough and then I had one little potato with some butter and didn't feel so good didn't eat anything for like four days. Mm -hmm. But now I'm having my OJ. Awesome. Fresh orange juice. Do you know it's plain, it's plain pancreas time? Did you know that? You can tell your kids that. 
it's it's that time of day or time of season a time of day 9 to 11 yeah. central 10 to 11 solar time and then that's the time to make, drink orange juice fresh orange juice So I've been kind of thinking about the God thing and, you know, with the palms, and I don't know if you have to do your palms. I just did it because Adam said, oh, that'll work better. I try stuff. But I sit out in the morning, every morning with Doodle, get naked, sit outside, and Doodle lies there too. She just lies there in the sun. So I'm thinking, I just, I love to contemplate this stuff. Well, so maybe, so if everything is just energy and the vibrations and God, then we soak it into our body, and then the body, and then it, it, it's just information, right? It's just information. And then it makes all these little things, and the scientists give them names, right? They like to give things names. Oh, those are fats. Or those are amino acids, and you need those. <laughs> or those are protein, and you got to eat those. You know, I, I don't believe any of that stuff anymore. It's just all God, and we just give them names, right? We just give them names. And we think we know what we're doing. And you're going to have so much protein and so much... Please. <laughs> oh, please. Stop. Just stop. <laughs> God. Unbelievable. Mm. You like OJ? Yeah, I do. Hmm. I do. I enjoy it. Oh, it's like it's like God juice, you know what I mean? Oh, man. Do you juice it yourself? I, I don't. I get it. The H-E-B juices it up for me, mm. which is That's pretty awesome. cool. Yeah. Speaking of H-E-B, I've been riding the H-E-B in Dripping Springs. Well, the corporate, they have 600 stores. Can you imagine? In Texas. 600. One, wow. of the, one of the biggest private companies in the country. Wow. Private. Yeah, they don't, no corp, they just own it all. And they mm. started this store in 1870-something in Texas. It's an interesting company. Wow. But I've been writing them a light. Dear ATB, I will never wear a mask. If you start wanting me to wear a mask to come in your store... In this next thing, you will lose me as a customer. I love you. Bye. Have they responded? Oh, you get a, um, what do you call it? An automatic. Like an automated reply automatic or something. Thing, yeah. yeah. Do you think this next, whatever this thing is, is going to be like the last one? Have you thought about it? Yeah, I mean, I've talked about it to a couple of people, um, and... I personally feel like it would be hard to get everybody on board again, given what has come out of the last one, you know, even with people taking these vaccination, these pharmaceutical companies, you know, to court for vaccinations and right. things that have happened. Um, so I think if if it does, if they do attempt something like that, I think there'll be a lot more visible division and like some businesses refusing to close. You know, I think I feel like it's going to be more of like everyone's going to be against each other. Yeah, I, I think your intuition is right. I really do. Yeah. It doesn't feel yeah. like they're going to be able to pull this one off like they did the last time. 
I think there no. will be I think there will be bigger businesses, um, except the woke ones. You know, they're gonna, you know, you know, you know like Apple and stuff like that. They'll, they'll do it. But, um, <laughs> but I, I don't think I, we'll see. But I think it's losing. I don't know. Um, and then there was a um, I, we put it on Faceplant, my favorite place, Faceplant. Um, <laughs> Donald Trump came out. I could actually play a little bit for you. Let me. I thought this was very interesting. Now, now I'm not a politics is performance art. I don't think he's a, you know, you know. I'm not promoting you know, whatever. They're all they're all rascals. Okay, they're all rascals. I'll preface this by that. I'm not saying. I'm he's with gonna, you. Okay, he, they're all rascals. He's not going to save us. But I thought it was pretty interesting that he had the Canonies to say this. Let me play it for you. Oh. The left-wing lunatics are trying very hard to bring back COVID lockdowns and mandates with all of their sudden fear-mongering about the new variants that are coming. Gee whiz, you know what else is coming? An election. <laughs> they want to restart the COVID hysteria so they can justify more lockdowns, more censorship, more illegal drop boxes, more mail-in ballots, and trillions of dollars in payoffs to their political allies heading into the 2024 election. Does that sound familiar? These are bad people. These are <laughs> sick people we're dealing with. But to every COVID tyrant who wants to take away our freedom, hear these words. We will not comply. Wow. So don't even think about it. We will not shut down our schools. We will not accept your lockdowns. We will not abide by your mask mandates. And we will not tolerate your vaccine mandates. They rigged the 2020 election, and now they're trying to do okay. this. See, he ties it into the election. But that's great stuff. I don't care what you think about the guy. We, back, you know, you can shove your, you know, up your arse, you know. That's pretty interesting, the presidential candidate. Pretty interesting that he, that he said that. <clears throat> yeah, we've been seeing lots of we will not complies on social media. Have you seen those? A lot of them. Them there. Yeah, I've, I've tried to stay away from social media lately, <laughs> but um, yeah, I know that it's I know that already I've heard people talking, you know, about the, the new whatever. And uh, again, unless they're going to send out like big, big checks to everybody, I don't see anybody getting on board and there's no money to hand out the checks anymore. <laughs> so I don't see how they're going to pull this off unless they're going to pay us to stay at home. <laughs> So show me the money because it's coming out of my pocket one way or don't, the other. Anna, don't give them ideas. They're going to do it. You know, they will pay people to stay home. They don't have the money this time to pay us. Well, you know, they they just print, you know, create the money. You know, but, you know, I know. Okay. Maybe they'll that, give us cryptocurrency this time. That's right. That's right. So this is good, too, just in case uh, you're a fan of orange juice. Here you go. Sometimes when I show orange juice, people. Oh, oh, no, I want Sometimes when I show orange juice, people get all worried about the sugar, or they say it's just it's just sugar water. And if you look at the medical literature, there's so much showing that orange juice is beneficial for humans, especially fresh squeezed orange juice like this. There's studies in diabetics showing that orange juice lowers triglycerides and improves insulin sensitivity. There's studies with white blood cells in humans showing that chronic consumption of orange juice improves inflammatory markers in those white blood cells. The inside of your blood vessels is lined with endothelium. There's studies that orange juice improves in endothelial function, the inside of your blood vessels. So 
This is not something to be feared. This is like a treasure. Orange juice is, this is just amazing stuff. Cheers. Sometimes when I show orange Yeah. You know, Dr. Ray Pete, uh, are you familiar with him, Hannah, that we had Dr. Pete on our show every month for a few years? 80-something years in his body and one of the top nutritionists in the world. Very well respected. He was a big fan of OJ. Really big. He said it's one of the best things ever you could take in your body. Isn't that interesting? That's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. Best thing. That's amazing. But I was like this fellow who did this. He's some health guru guy, but... I used to think think the same thing. Well, there's just too much sugar and orange juice. You know, you can't do orange juice. I mean, you'll die. You know, I I used to think that. Isn't that funny? Mm. Oh. Well, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. And uh, call us if you'd like to be on the show. So what else about the the detox? You know, that's another reason why I'm so excited about to continue to move forward with bringing out the best we can, the germ theory thing, which I, I know, can't prove it. Well, they can prove it. Doesn't exist. And... The show we did with the Baileys on Tuesday, well, Monday, then played back on Tuesday, was really, really good. These two are just amazing. Um, so I encourage you to go to BitChute, Patrick Timpone, and look at the video or on our audio and just listen to it. And we went through a lot of, uh, a lot of the research. And, and the cool thing about this is that <clears throat> the... There is no virus crowd, and the, the crowd is growing, by the way. Um, they do not have to prove, um, let's see, how should I put this? They are calling upon the virus people, Big Pharma, CDC, WHO, American Medical Association, American Dental Association, your doctors, all those people who are mandating vaccines and all that, and mandating, you know, mask and all that. But they have to prove that these things exist. I mean, you just can't say, well, there's COVID-95 out there, and then, you know, you got to prove it. And even measles and mumps. If you want to give my kid a measles shot? Show me measles. Prove that they exist. And they've never proven that they exist. They don't exist. They've never been isolated. Kids' as measles and mumps are a detoxification pathway. The body is shedding whatever. The kids get poops. And then it's funny that they'll send kids to a measles party and then want them to all drink out of the same cup. And then, of course, correlation is not causation. And the moms then say, yeah, well, we caught the measles from Joey. Cause, but that's just because they're all together in the same room and then they had measles doesn't mean that they caught some germ because it's never been proven. Do you know that there has never been a controlled experiment, we talked about this with the Baileys, ever, going all the way back to to um, the Spanish flu, where they put people into a room with controlled groups, right? Some got it, some didn't, and took snot and, and um, spit 
and put them in the same room and had them breathe on them with anything, polio, uh, um, um, Spanish flu, HIV, COVID, nothing. Never proven that you can, you can give somebody your thing. You can't even do it with herpes. You can't even do it with herpes. Now, don't go out and be crazy this weekend, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> you can, that, that word is contagion. C-O-N-T-A-G-I-O-N. Contagion meaning we catch things from other people. Cowan wrote mm-hmm. a book on it that's never been proven using the scientific methodology that needs to be done to prove it exists. I mean, you've got to do it. And then you've got to find the virus that you just gave them and also see symptoms, and you got to find the virus in the person through their blood or their urine or their feces. Never done it. It doesn't exist. So let me ask this question to you, Patrick, because I want to hear your thoughts. Um, so what about like seasonal, let's call them detoxes, where, you know, some people like in naturopathic medicine will say like, yeah, the change of the seasons, people can tend to, you know, come down with something, maybe that's a detox. Um, And then let's think about like kids in, I know we've talked about this before, but for example, I've actually known a few different people that have been dealing with a stomach virus this week. So is this possible that it's like our food sources, like that we're all getting, there's something there and, you know, that's impacting multiple people. Is it energetic in some way? Um, you know, that there's some people that have a sensitivity spiritually or energetically to something that's going on. And so this is coming out of them. Um, what do you think about that? Well, I think you just answered your own question. I think it's all of the above. <laughs> Yeah, because we know there is no stomach virus, right? Never been proven. So we can let go of that idea. But I think it's all of the above, Hannah, that, that uh, we share things with people energetically. We eat the same food. Uh, we might have um, some mold conditions in home, possible. Um, yeah, we might have some same emotional things going on, death in the family, a divorce, all kinds of reasons why mm-hmm. why we, you know, and I think that the real um, idea is when women get together and live together, then they sync up their periods, and we know that's true. Often, not always. So what's that about? So I think everything is energy, is vibrations, and, you know, just like the measles party, uh, and the kids pass along information spiritually and emotionally and vibratory and the kid will say well yeah if you're going to get rid of your stuff i'll do my stuff too that'll be fun and we can all have these blops together so i think it's all of the above and the challenge is of course is that causation uh, or um what's the word i had it a moment ago something contagion is that what you're saying the last word is no causation um oh i had it i just said it oh well it'll come back but whatever families getting together and all getting the same the flu doesn't prove that you caught anything it doesn't prove causation it's just just the way it is you know it's interesting that you mentioned the seasons if i love to watch some of these old um um 
not old, but uh, like Pride and Prejudice, the original version. With uh, it's one of my favorite. I, I've seen that. I like, love that movie. I've seen that twenty times. I mean, when Mister Darcy goes to get Elizabeth, I mean, come on. <laughs> That's the best. Isn't that the best? That's the original version, yeah. the PBS version with uh, yep. with what's his face. I know it. I've watched it a million times. Yeah. Well, see, there you go. That's why you're on the show. Yeah, I do too. I love it. But remember during that show, they've often said, during those times, uh, when doing this lady, what's her name? Who writes those things? Oh, uh, Jane. Jane Austen. Yeah. What was yes, it? thank you. Was it 1700s, 1800s? I don't know. I'm not exactly sure, but yes. But they, people knew that when the weather changed, they would mm-hmm. often get sick. They talked mm-hmm. about it in all these movies. It happens all the time. Because Jane Austen, because people would get sick, but when the weather changes, the body does weird things. They, the body will say, "Oh man, what's going on? I think I'm going to do something. Let's have some fun here, you know. Let's have some fun. Let's detox. Let's get fever. Let's uh, have to rest." Um, which is mm-hmm. what they did back in the Pride and Prejudice. Remember when when Elizabeth's sister, what's her name? Mm-hmm. Um, she, oh yeah, she's in the rain. She gets caught in the rain. She gets caught in the rain. She? Yeah, yeah. And then she, mm-hmm. and then she, she has to stay at Mister Darcy's place. So Elizabeth goes to stay with her, and that's pretty cool. That's when they start getting gooey. I love that. <laughs> I love that you love it. <laughs> oh, I love that movie. That's when they start getting gooey, you know. And um, <laughs> so they just knew it, you know. So and resting was really key. And, you know, Dr. Massey talks a lot about this, and it's very powerful. And this is what I did. I mean, I just watched old movies. I didn't even have the energy to work on my screen. Right, I just watched old movies. I watched uh, um, Social Network again and Casablanca, you know. And just, you know get a blanket. It's just great. You know? That's so great. <laughs> and it's, that's how you heal, you know, when you yeah. just rest. And I mean, I'm not talking about being on the computer or, you know, just resting. And Dr. Mm-hmm. Massey in Recall Healing, this is so fascinating that um, he talks a lot about how when, in, especially in men, when our territory is being invaded, somebody wants to take our territory, you know, IRS take our mm-hmm. stuff, uh, m- you know, mortgage wants to foreclose, some guy bigger than us wants to take our wife, whatever, <laughs> our girlfriend, you know, whatever. When our territory is getting um, invaded, the the body will build up um, um, stuff in the arteries, so they can they can handle more. They think they it's just opposite, but they do it mistakenly, right? And they they build stuff up. Um, to get stronger, so they're going to beat the bully off, right? When the bully says, oh, forget it, I don't want your wife, you can have her, and whatever, you can have the house, and then the healing starts, right? That's when the healing mm-hmm. starts. And then that's when the pain starts. And that's when mm-hmm. people have heart attacks. Wow. Yeah, that is a wow. Wow. Not before, not when the bully is trying to take your house. The the, the heart attacks, and they've proven this, the heart attacks happen when the healing process. Now, why, how is that? Like, is it like it's distressing? It's like distressing the heart in some way to oh, heal? Oh, yeah, it like, can build up it? tissue in the, in the blood vessels. 
it can build up stuff, and then the heart uh, has to get rid of this stuff. And you can get mm. uh, blood clots and lesions that have to get cleared out. And oftentimes, the lesions or the, and it's made with cholesterol, because that's what cholesterol does. It wants to do what the body thinks it needs to do. Uh, so say, say the heart, say the arteries and the heart gets inflamed when the bully's trying to take your girlfriend, and you go, well, you can't do that. So it gets inflamed because of anger and fear. And then the cholesterol comes in and says, man, if I don't patch this up, you guys are going to burst and you'll die. So the cholesterol mm. comes in, patches up the stuff, the arteries, you know, patches it up, smooths it over. Then to even add, add to it, it comes in with calcium, and then they put calcium over the cholesterol, which smooths it out so the blood mm -hmm. can go over smooth. The body's amazing. Yeah. And, and that's why people go in, guys go in, and they do a CT scan. Have you heard about that? You go to the CT scan, and it measures how much calcium is in your arteries. Yeah. The calcium's there for a reason. It's to smooth it over. So then what happens when the bully's gone and they decide not to foreclose and you go, Phew, that was tough. That's when you start to heal. And that's when it's really important to rest. I mean rest, mm -hmm. big time rest, maybe a month. Otherwise you're gonna have a heart right. attack because all of this stuff is beginning broken loose and it, the body's trying to heal and if you push yourself then, a lot of guys go out and will try to exercise. I got to get stronger. I got to, and uh, you can have a heart attack then. Wow. I know. Hannah, wow. it is, you take everything that we've been taught about health and just go, whoops. Exactly. Flip it around. Yeah. And you're right. You know, flip it around. Wow. I've been introduced to so many cool people who have taught me this stuff, man. Unbelievable. I'm so grateful. And there's people out there on all different levels working on this stuff. You know, the Cowans on the virus, right? Dr. Massey on the recall healing, the German New Medicine people, you know. They're all out there, and this they're all doing their own little thing. This is what they love to do. And uh, when we just share this stuff, you know, it's pretty cool. It's, pretty powerful right yeah and it just makes me think like when you're talking about all that how much our lifestyle impacts our ability to heal the way we should or even connect with our need to heal um, because the design of life especially here in america is structured in such a way that we're not really able to have time to recognize it or take the time we need to do it properly so that's like a whole nother conversation exactly <laughs> Right. Or to understand what's going on. You know, that I felt so mm -hmm. grateful for this past week. I mean, I had I had sweat and chills, and I when I was throwing up, I, I really felt like I was going to lose it. But when well, you have that deep knowingness that it's okay, you know, the body knows what it's doing, Patrick, you're not going to die, it mm -hmm. really helps, you know. You don't, you're not going to have to go to the doctor, you're not going to die, the body knows what it's yeah. doing, and then you can relax more into it, and it, it's a much more, it's not pleasurable, but it's a much more rewarding experience. 
Yeah, like you can trust the process and feel empowered in some way that your body is doing exactly what it needs sure. to do. Sure. And it's just like the, the, the Novax moms these days, and they understand the measles thing, um, um, that they don't worry about it. They know that the kids are need to get their measles and smallpox and whatever they get. They know it, you know. So they're not worried about them. They're, they know it. Yeah. Uh, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Hannah Walheiser is with us, and we're going to give you Hannah's website. She also does um, her own personal consultation. And as you can hear, she's a very wise woman. You might want to contact her and have a little consultation with her. And guys, you might ask her for a phone number. I don't know if she to do that. No, she's shaking her head. Wait, 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 let me show her. What were you doing? Were you shaking your head? Were you shaking your head? Oh, cut. Okay, well, okay, I take that back. See that one. Yeah, well, I just like to play Cupid, you know. I just want to kind Let me take this. I got to fix one thing real quick here. This one radio network.com, the way we support ourselves is how Patrick learns how to talk and do something at the same time. I'm not very good at it, but I'm going to do it here just because, uh, no, I'm not going to do it. Forget it. Boy, I used to be such a good multitasker now. I just can't even walk and chew bubblegum at the same time. I just have a hard time here. The way we support ourselves is peeps like you are now donating money, money, to us. And you can do that by going to the donation tab on oneradionetwork.com. If you're watching this video, you can go underneath the video and you can see three websites. Donation, click on that puppy, and you can donate a monthly thing very easy in about 30 seconds. You can send us 10 bucks a month and we'd really appreciate it. Now, why would you want to do that? Come on. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, my little social security check, it's not a little, but it's good. It's my money, but I'm glad to get it. I put it in there, so the government's not giving me anything, believe me. So my social security Think about that. Social Security is your money. Don't it? It's a whole other conversation. Anyway, so my Social Security check, I took it. I took it as early as I could. I figured, well, I don't know if the government's going to even be around, you know, five years from now, so I'm just going to take it. So I took it at, I don't know, 65, I think, whatever. The earliest you could take it. So it's, it's like paying my mortgage. So then all I need to do is to keep the ball rolling here. We have two part-time people, a geek, super geek, and uh, a lady does all the, a lot of stuff. She does um, SEO stuff and graphics and work. That, there's no way I can do it. So we got 
two part-time employees, and then all the expenses for um, for all the websites, you know, constant contact and internet and Microsoft, and everybody's got their, you know, we got to pay everybody something, Google something a month, and uh, the software we use to record, uh, you know, whatever, streaming, everybody gets a little bit, which is fine. They have to make a living too. I don't, I don't regret paying it. So, so, and we've supported ourselves doing this with, um, you know, for 15 years, just promoting products. And you've seen some of the products. And we have some of the best products ever. And we have a sauna. Here's a picture of a sauna. We have Perlsium. Wow, I love this product. I'm going to send Anna, I'm going to send Hannah some Perlsium. Would you like me to send you some Perlsium? Would you like to try it, Hannah? Hold on, let me hear. Would you like to try some? Yes. Okay, baby, you're on. Okay, I'm going to put you on the list because <laughs> I think I have your address. Yeah, because I sent you a book. I think I have it. Okay. So I'm going to send Hannah some because she's got beautiful teeth and we'll see if she likes it. Um, sulfur. Wow. Blue Shield. EMF. Whoa. The best ever air purifier. This is the all-time, I'm serious, these are some of the best products in their category ever. It's taken me a long time to find these people. This, this shower filter will take stuff out of your shower from Omica that no other shower filter will do. And I can prove it. I'll tell you this story someday. Uh, we have a great, uh, great company called BioAge. If you like green stuff like uh, spirulina, chlorella, the bomb. We have um, the hydrogen machine. Amazing. We have Fred Dashevsky, the real world of money. He's a U.S. coin capital. He buys and sells gold coins for a living. Um, you're going to hear more about um, the money thing. When are we next doing Monday? Oh, with the real estate guy on Tuesday. But just trust me. Trust me when I tell you that if you buy gold and silver coins today, five years from now, you're gonna, or three years from now, or two years from now, you're going to be sending me a thank you note because you have some gold and silver. Uh, baby, it's going up. And then Shen Blossom, well, he's an amazing guy. Just all Chinese medicine herbs, 50-year-old ginseng, amazing stuff. So that's my little story there. So that we've been supporting ourselves doing these things for 15 years. I mean, we don't make any money by talking about them. We, the only way we earn any income dollars is when we sell something. So if Hannah or you would, would buy a sulfur, we'd make a few bucks. That's how we did it for 15 years. We always had enough money. Well, the last year or so, that, that, that income stream started to go, Seriously, and there's a lot of reasons for that. Number one is I'm crazy. No, uh, we have lost a few people, but pretty much we've, we've kept steady our listenership and actually gained. Uh, it's Who knows? I think people are having a hard time, and maybe these kinds of things are top on their list to say, well, we can let go of the sulfur for now because I, my kid my kid has to eat. And I get that. So, you know, so, that, so that's why we're really uh, ramping up our, our outreach for donations because, you know, I've already borrowed money from my brother. I have my, 
I'm kind of load up, loaded up on credit cards. I mean, I, you know, I'm not whining, but I'm just telling you what's going on. So if you want to help us out, the donation tab is right there and send us some money once a month. Ten, You can afford 10 bucks, right? 20 bucks, something. From the Hill Country in Texas, this is OneRadioNetwork.com. Okay, uh, so Hannah says, guys, don't ask her for her phone number. See, I was, I was just trying to hook you up, girl. I don't know. I was just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I have some other things I have to figure out right now first. I got it. <laughs> but if you like to talk to her, 888-663-6386, email Patrick at OneRadioNetwork.com. I didn't ask you before the show because we haven't even talked all week because I was under the covers watching Casablanca. Um, <laughs> anything on top that you'd like to kind of... I got things on my list, but if you want to come up with something or talk about it, or, you don't have to, just whatever. Yeah. Well, I did want to ask, and I don't know much about this, but I was just, um, it came across something in my email and I was curious about it. If you know about mouth taping. Yes. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So I had never heard of that before. And I, do you do it? Do you want to tell everyone what it is? Cause I don't feel like I understand it completely. Okay. Good question. Yeah. I, I do it from time to time. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, we have a tendency when we sleep to breathe through our mouth, whatever. Mm -hmm. I think it's all spiritual. You know, we're just, we're in our dream state. We're going, <laughs> whatever, chasing a rabbit or something. Who knows? But we do it. And it's not good. Mm -hmm. it, it dries out your mouth, right? Which dries out the saliva, which is what mm -hmm. keeps our teeth mineralized. Saliva. So if you wake up and your mouth is really dry, you're probably breathing through your mouth, and mm. it, it, it's it's not good because we're we're dispelling a lot of carbon dioxide, and we want to store carbon dioxide at night. You see, Al Gore lied about carbon dioxide being bad. You know, he lied about that. You know, he just lied about. That. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me. No, I'm kidding. No, would I kid you? <laughs> carbon dioxide is excellent for us. The more we retain, the healthier we are, actually. Wow. Because when we overbreathe, <laughs> you know, that's that's how you get anxiety, right? So that's why people put a bag over your mouth so you breathe in more of what? Carbon dioxide. Because yeah. we breathe out carbon dioxide. So this will help you if you're having an anxiety attack. Also, yes, I've done it before, not recently, but yeah, I have. It works, it works. Yeah. You can also, uh, Adam Bergstrom taught me this, you can also do bag breathing at night. You don't want to do it during the day. It's different. But between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m., you can do bag breathing. And it helps you to sleep and it helps you to start to breathe through your nose. Now, That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? So yeah. I'll, I'll be curious to ask you why you started, but let me do a few more things on mouth breathing. Then, So 
this is really what sleep apnea is about. It's a, a little bit of mouth breathing is kind of like a sleep apnea light. It's not a problem. But people get talked in and say, oh, your tongue is too big and you can't, you know, and they put you on a machine. It's just terrible. Go to a doctor at your own risk, so be careful. So, <laughs> um, so then when you tape your mouth at night, and you can get this nice tape, which I'm sure you found at the pharmacy, right? And it's not, you can, I haven't tried it yet. Oh, you I haven't just tried wanted it. to talk about it. Yeah, I, I was curious. During a break, I'll go down and I'll show you the, what I use. But it's a little piece like this. And um, and you can just tape it over there. And if you get the good stuff, you got to experiment. I think I can, I'll look at the brand on the one I have. You You can pull it out, pull it off in the morning without pulling your skin off, you know. <laughs> Did you work yourself up to like doing it through the whole night? Like, would you just do it for like 20 minutes and then like take it off and go to bed? Or did you just go like full taping all night long well, right away? It just varied, you know, if I would wake up and I'd say, oh, I'm done with this for now. You know, it just varied how you felt. But it really taught me to breathe through my nose. I very rarely need to do it anymore. You know, every mm. now and then I'll wake up and I'm really dry and I say, well, then I talked to myself. I said, okay, kiddo, tonight we're going to breathe through our nose. And it helps you if, you if you give yourself that suggestion, too. That helps. All right. Cause it's Very a, cool. It's like, it's like uh, self-hypnosis, really. Okay. Okay, Hannah. Tonight we're going through our nose. Forget this mouth stuff, right? Another thing mm -hmm. people will find that they're often drooling on their pillow. That's another sign that you're mouth breathing. Mm. Um, so it's not a good thing so it, the body doesn't like it because you're not filtering the air and it's not warming it and we really need to breathe through our nose and it's really not good for your brain or anything because if you notice uh, that that uh, children with um, some real mental disabilities God love them you've seen them I just cry when I see them <laughs> I got to cry just thinking about it. You've seen them, right? Their mouth is generally open, right? Which is, yeah. it's very hard for them to, to get their brain going when you're breathing through your mouth. So yeah. that's what I know about it. Um, you might look into something called Buteco, B-U-T-E-K-O, breathing. Okay. Buteco breathing, nerd out on that using your terms. Take a breathing. And that teaches you how to breathe really very little at night. And all the time, really, just little snips of breath. And that's why you retain more carbon dioxide. So the less we breathe in, the more carbon dioxide we have and the healthier we are unless we breathe. So that's kind of fun. You can learn how to do that and that will help too. So why do you think you need to do it? No, so I have just like, I, you know, I get emails from all kinds of, you know, health and wellness, whatever, you know, stuff just pops up and I saw in my email and I, was, I think it was Mind Body Green and they were talking about mouth taping and I was like, what's that? 
So I wasn't, I, oh, I had I dated someone like last year for a minute that was always like, when you exercise, you should keep your mouth closed. Like he was always talking about this and I thought he was nuts. And I, 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 <laughs> I didn't really explore it much further than that, but I was like, okay. Then I saw the mouth taping thing. Like you were just wondering. Week ago. Yeah. 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 So. yeah. It's really good. Like when I, I rebound or I, you know, I always breathe through my nose. It's, it's, it's the best. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> best or you could find somebody that's a mouth breather and you can do it together <laughs> <laughs> that was good <laughs> yeah the teeth thing is really interesting uh, a dentist of my dentist will talk about it that if people are breathing a lot at night they can really be harmful for your teeth very harmful yeah, well, I did read about the impact that they you? were saying it had on teeth. And I, so I was just curious, like, if you did it or if other people that were listening have done it, because i that's the first time I've ever heard about taping your mouth shut at night. So yeah, yeah. I should probably try it during the day. <laughs> <clears throat> Our body is really something. I just feel so sorry for these people that could put on these... Um, um, CPAP machines, you know, my goodness, unbelievable. And they could do it. They could learn how to do it themselves. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it will cause you to wake up more, too, if you breathe in the mouth at night. And that's what I was really doing it for, because I found that um, a lot of my wake-up periods over the last 20 years, I would wake up and I would, and I would know that I was doing something very active in my dream state, chasing after somebody or running away from somebody or something and probably breathing through my mouth and I would wake up and I was, my mouth was dry and, and so, so that's when I started doing this and, I gotta, and it really helped me to stay asleep more as well. <clears throat> so I got this email. This is kind of fun. Something good to talk about. Where is it? Oh, you know, the detox thing is interesting, fascinating, is that I, I believe that the body builds up um, the damaged tissue that we create through poor thinking, mainly, worry, angst, you know, all that stuff, anger, and then toxins and stuff. And then it will keep doing it. And this is really what disease is, right? It builds up, builds up, builds up, and then it says, well, I think we're strong enough to get rid of this stuff. And they'll send in the troops, viruses and bacteria and parasites and fungus, all this stuff we think we have to kill. Be careful who you kill. These mm. things are there to clean up after us, in my opinion. And it will do it when it kind of knows that the body is strong enough. In its infinite wisdom, hmm. 
but if you think about the intelligence of you and I, you know, the divine intelligence within us, and we're controlling the body, so the body isn't intelligent. We keep saying that we are intelligent. We are massively intelligent. We are omniscient. I love that word. Omnipresent. Omnipotent. We, souls, we know it all. We've been there, done that. We know what we're doing. We're just unconscious here in this body saying, what the hell am I doing here? (laughs) (laughs) What am I doing here? So anyway, we are very intelligent as soul. And we know when it's the time, you know. So I knew, not consciously, but I knew because of divine spirit, which I'm part of, right? We're a team. 5.30 after the Baileys, 6 o'clock, it's time. You're going to be off tomorrow and Tom Luongo is going to cancel and you're off Thursday. What do you say? Yeah. Isn't that a beautiful thing? Boom. Mm-hmm. The body just builds up. And it's so the same way emotionally. You work a lot with people and their emotions, right? Build up, build up, build up, build up. And then before you know it, you're throwing dishes at them, you know. <laughs> and you start talking about things that happened 20 years ago. Well, I remember the time. Hmm. <laughs> But isn't it just a beautiful thing to, to contemplate the idea that I'm putting forth here that spirit, its divine intelligence, who we are, is always working on our behalf to make our lives better? I mean, isn't that the bomb? Oh, yeah, and man. I think it reminds me again of that parable of the Chinese farmer. Did you happen to read that, that I mentioned that last week? Did you read it? Yes, I did. Tell folks that. It's so good. Well, I would have to, I would probably have to read it because I would butcher it if I didn't read it from like a script or something. Do you something. have it there? Can you read it? Can you get it? Oh, I can read it. Yeah. yeah. Hold I've, on. You read it. If Hold you like. on. Let me find it here. Okay. It's a great story. Yeah. It's very. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm ready. ready. Here we go. Okay. Go for it. Everybody baby. listening. This is the parable of the Chinese farmer. Once upon a time, there was a Chinese farmer whose horse ran away. That evening, all of his neighbors came around to commiserate. They said, we are so sorry to hear your horse has run away. This is most unfortunate. The farmer said, maybe. The next day, the horse came back, bringing seven wild horses with it. And in the evening, everybody came back and said, oh, isn't that lucky? What a great turn of events. You now have eight horses. The farmer again said, maybe. The following day, his son tried to break one of the horses, and while riding it, he was thrown and broke his leg. The neighbors then said, oh dear, that's too bad. And the farmer responded, maybe. The next day, the conscription officers came around to conscript people into the army, and they rejected his son because he had a broken leg. Again, all the neighbors came around and said, isn't that great? Again, he said, maybe. The whole process of nature is an integrated process of immense complexity, and it's impossible to tell whether anything that happens in it is good or bad, because you never know what the consequence of the misfortune will be, or you never know what the consequences will be of good fortune. 
So I don't know. I feel like that connects to what you're saying. I see that the little label there says Dr. Mark and Sam Bailey. So I just want to be clear. I'm not either one of them. Um, but yeah, so I think I think that that story just kind of speaks to what you're talking about. And it's a, a, the perspective that we take when we're, we're in different situations that um, I think allow us to kind of step into that divine spirit, like what you're saying with gratitude. I've experienced it in my own life where I know I'm going to have like a 12 hour day and I'm already feeling like I don't feel like I can do this. And then I'll get a client say like, I, I'm canceling. I can't do it today. And I'll be like, oh, thank God. Like, <laughs> yeah. I knew I didn't have it in me. Um, and, you know, I think last week you were talking about those I am statements. Do you remember that? Yes, when you I mentioned do. that? I am. And I was thinking about you saying that. I, I kept like uh, marinating on it. And then I was like, you know, I'm going to write a list of these in my phone, like in my notes oh. of I am statements. And I'm going to start reading these to myself every morning and every night. And it's changing my life. Is that right? Oh, yeah. It really is. Yeah. There's something to that. Yeah, it's very powerful. You know, one of the great ones in spiritual text is something I am that I am. That's the main mm -hmm. one. I am that I am. And, mm -hmm. Which is what God says. I, I am that I am. What are you? Yes. That's what I am. And that's what yeah. we are. I am that I am. I do it. You know, I am strong. I am in more in balance every day I'm, I'm getting richer every day or whatever you want to do you know mm -hmm. yeah okay here's tape oh there it is yeah I got this at um, in the pharmacy section at the HEB you know so you can get like a let me just give me full shot so you can see more easily I can do this, right? Something like that. And um, and I think they label them like this one. I this one I pull your skin off when you do it. Ooh, it's pretty sticky stuff, right? Let's see if I can do it. <laughs> you don't have to do it this big. I think I did it too big. <laughs> when you look at yourself in a camera, whatever you could just. <laughs> Yeah, you can do it. I'm going to try it. Yeah, why not? You probably sleep pretty good anyway, yeah? Because you're, seem like you're a good sleeper. I bet you are. Um, I feel like I don't wake up during the night, but I don't always feel rested in the morning. So uh, I really do think I probably do um, breathe through my mouth mm -hmm. while I'm sleeping. And I do sometimes drool, so. Oh, you do? Okay, well. <laughs> And, and, and I, you know, when I do stuff like this, and I like to just always know that this is just a, um, a tool that I'm using to teach myself. I'm always reinforcing that. I am learning how to breathe through my nose when you do that. Always talking to myself, and my, which is my body. I always tell, my, tell myself what I'm up to and reinforce that like your I am and then that's then you just learn because that's what mm -hmm. you want to do. You want to learn how to breathe through your nose and not have to wear tape all your life, you know, for the rest of your mm -hmm. life. You know. 
Plus, the first time you're, you're intimate with your new boyfriend, I mean, he's going to think you're pretty silly with a piece of tape over. Yeah. Are you going to wear that all the time? <laughs> Are you going to do this like all the time? <laughs> That's so funny. I, know. I, know. I think I'm going to use that for a screenplay. That's great. I like that. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read. I, I got this one. I really thought this was something interesting. So we did a show with Dr. Jennifer Daniels. Was it just, oh, this was just Monday, right? Yeah, just Monday. And she's cool. And she has some of our ideas about how much salt to take, which is different from Darko Valchek, who we've had on, who's a, he's a saltaholic. I mean, does a lot, right? And I just got an email, and Patrick, do you think all the salt you've been doing attributed to your detox. I have no way of knowing. Mm. How would you know? You know, I, I think that everything that we do up until the point that we do detox played a role in the detox, what we thought, what we ate, who we hung out with, what we had for dinner, you know. It all happened. So, yeah, it, it, it's all part of it. It has to be, right? Mm-hmm. Right, it has to be. Anyway, so this was, this fellow, he said, let's see if I can get it where I can read it with the lights here. From Okiderm, can someone please reconcile the difference in thought between Jennifer Daniels and Darko Valchek regarding salt? These are almost 100% conflicting ideas. She's even saying regular table salt is just fine and going so far as to say that iodized salt is good too, both of which couldn't be further from what Darko claims. They can't both be right. Also, Darko will say that diarrhea is cleansing and she says it's a sign of essentially overdosing. Honestly, it's getting to be too... I'm, it's, I'm, it's, it's getting to be too trying to sort these things out of alleged truth and so-called truth community. <laughs> mm. So I responded to him. Would you like to hear what I said? Well, I'll just tell you what I said. Well, I'm just read what I wrote. I understand. Here's the thing. Dr. Daniels, Darko, Patrick, or anyone out there has no idea of what is best for you. No idea. How would they know how much salt is best for you Remember, everything you've ever eaten or thought and believed to be true has shaped your body, metabolism, and thus your needs. The people we talk to have wonderful things to share. This lifetime is about all of us stepping up and using our entire, our critical thinking skills, our free will, and our creativity to take the lead in our lives. Spiritually, we are a law unto ourselves. So as long as we don't mess with others and do and do what we've agreed to do, we are m- mandated to do what we know to be the best for us. That didn't make sense. I'll have to rewrite with that. Anyway, this is what this lifetime is about. <laughs> 
you know, and I've fallen into this years for years. Nobody knows what's good for me. Come on. How could somebody, Darko or Jennifer Daniels or Ray Pete or anybody say, well, this is the best amount of salt. Really? How would you know that? How would you, how would you know that? You wouldn't know that. You could make something up. You know, nobody knows it. And, and I think this lifetime is about Hannah and Patrick and you saying, I'm going to figure this out. What's the best for me? All right? How to deal with my relationships, how to deal with my kids. Do I want to give them a vaccine or not? It's my choice. I got to figure it out. But if you just listen to somebody and do it because they say that it's the best thing to do, you haven't learned anything. Haven't learned one thing except you're you're good at taking directions. <laughs> That's the only thing you learned. But when we do trial and success, well, let me try this. I'm going to see that salt thing or the tape thing. I'm going to see see if that works. And you'll learn about something about yourself in the process, right? Which is what is isn't that why we're here? Right. I think our mission is to explore and experiment. And ultimately, we've been taught not to trust the intuition of our own bodies or listen to it. And uh, there's nothing wrong with gathering information from all these sources. Oh, it's great. And there's nothing wrong with experimenting and trying. But I think your body will always tell you what it needs. Um, and it's just us learning how to listen and recognize what's working and what's not. You know, even the orange juice, I mean... I started doing it because Adam told me it saved his life one time, six months ago. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you, if I ever come to the point where I drink orange juice, it makes my stomach funny, or it makes my blood sugar weird, or something is not good, I'm not going to drink it anymore because Adam Bergstrom said it's good for you. You just don't do that. <laughs> right. You just don't do it. Right. <laughs> no. Yeah. Absolutely. And are our, our, the needs of our body change day to day, uh, depending on, you know, what we're what we ate, what we're going through, how much sleep we got, you know, for dealing with some, you know, reoccurrence of some emotional trauma that resurfaced that day, we were going to need something different. And that's why, again, when we're talking about lifestyle, our, our lifestyle here in this country takes us so far away from ourselves. Um, and we need to be more connected to ourselves um, so that we can connect more with our health and others. So, and two yeah. and two and a half. I think that this this time right now, this lifetime, in where we are right now in, in September twenty twenty three, I don't think I don't think there could be a better time to start really critically thinking about everything. Governments, money, germs, I don't know, global whatever, wars, you know. And what are we doing here? And where do we fit into this? And how are we going to creatively manage our life for the next 50 years or whatever? How how are we going to do that? And if we don't get creative and think for ourselves and make our own decisions, we won't survive because we'll start believing people whatever. Well, we have. We've, we've run after all kinds of things, sure. and that's why we're looking at these bigger systems now and saying, wow, that wasn't a great idea for us to believe everything a doctor with a white lab coat told us. And so I think that people are coming out of it, but it definitely is a, a matter of like 
reconnecting with the, I think there's wisdom that always was and is, and it's just about us claiming it. Yeah, indeed. 